Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Is the domino finally about to drop for the New York Knicks, or really the Donovan and not the domino? It is Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Is this the guy that they have been waiting for to be disgruntled? It is all on the table for us. Good morning, Christopher. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. All right. We've got so much to get to with this because it is a fascinating situation with Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz, and as you would expect that's where we begin here we go only one place to start and let's get to it because this morning on get up we heard from wendy and we're going to hear from wendy later this hour at 10 45 about all the different machinations of a potential donovan mitchell trade that Woj first reported last night they are finally listening on offers in utah for donovan mitchell here is wendy on the possibilities and where donovan mitchell could actually end up and how the new york Knicks are involved. In the trade for Rudy Gobert, the Jazz basically showed what their strategy is. They took back role players on expiring contracts to get four first-round picks in that deal. The New York Knicks have eight tradable first-round picks and a need and a desire for a star player like Donovan Mitchell, who is from the New York area. Some people believe that this is an inevitability. It's just a matter of what price can be negotiated. Other teams are interested in Mitchell, and it could go a different direction. They could keep Mitchell, or at least posture they're going to keep Mitchell. But I think we're going to hear a lot about Donovan of Mitchell and the New York Knicks in the coming days. Some days I want to think a lot deeper than this, but today (laughs) we're keeping it simple. Go make it happen. They have to make this happen. There's no question about it, Greeny, but can we stop with the whole Utah Jazz hanging on to Donovan Mitchell? They're stripping this thing down to the studs. That's what Danny Ainge does. Didn't we see that in Boston where he decided to move off of KG and Paul Pierce when he took over the team? And what did that grant them? A bevy of draft picks, which they use to systematically, methodically rebuild that roster. And we just saw the benefits of that with that team making it to the NBA Finals with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum as the cornerstones. So that is the path that the Utah Jazz are going down. And what you're hearing from people in NBA circles, Carlin, is that anything that's happening in terms of noise talk around Donovan Mitchell that doesn't include the New York Knicks in the coming days is all about trying to extract maximum value from the New York Knicks, thinking that there are other suitors involved, other players involved. The New York Knicks have 11 first-round draft picks. Eight of them are tradable right now. Of course, they have the best potential package that Danny Ainge would be interested in. There's also a sneaky big name that could potentially be included in this deal, which is one R.J. Barrett. And I know Knicks fans don't want to hear that because you're talking about a 22-year-old player that's continued to show incremental improvement each of his first three seasons. But that might be a guy that ends up being thrown in the deal because he is eligible for a contract extension on his rookie deal this season. So I would look at R.J. Barrett as a potential player that could be included in a package to attract Donovan Mitchell to New York. That's the only thing that keeps me from doing it. R.J. Barrett is the only thing that keeps me from doing it. Are the Knicks a better team with Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson than they are with R.J. Barrett and Jalen Brunson? Yes. Yes, they are. Yes. I, I, I think the thing we would say about R.J. Barrett is that he is a better two-way player than Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's not always that interested in defending. No, and when you think about the Jalen Brunson edition, you're talking about one of the worst defensive backcourts in all the NBA. But here's the thing, Carlin. Who has the greater impact on your team winning? Donovan Mitchell or R.J. Barrett? Right now, it's Donovan Mitchell. For the foreseeable future, it's Donovan Mitchell. So to me, it makes it a no-brainer. But let's be clear. I would not 
make a deal that involved R.J. Barrett because of all the picks I have. I'm in less need mode right now. Blank them picks. Yeah. Take them. And Rudy Gobert's trade, as absurd as it truly was with the amount of picks <laughs> that they got in return, should not scare the Knicks off in, in any way of making this kind of a deal because – Chris, this is what you've been waiting for. This is what the last few years have been about. This is what the last 20 years have been about. The disgruntled star and being in position to go and land him when he's available. If you have Mitchell with RJ and Jalen Brunson, you're a playoff team. Right now, I think you're a play-in team at best. You're a playoff team definitively, and you're only getting better. And the, the thing that I really can't drive home enough about this... The most important factor is you're not only getting Donovan Mitchell, you're getting three years minimum of Donovan Mitchell. Well, he's not going anywhere if he gets traded to the Knicks. No. He's from this area. You just saw him throwing out the first pitch for the Mets. His dad is an executive over there. Donovan Mitchell's not going anywhere if he lands with the New York Knicks. But, Carlin, here's the thing. What you just said about the Knicks being a playoff team, not a play-in team— couldn't you make that same claim if you're talking about R.J. Barrett being included in the trade? I don't think definitively yet. Oh, no. I don't know about that, Carlin. I, I, uh, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and J- Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson. I, that is a playoff team to me. That is a top six team in the Eastern Conference, and you have a bona fide all-star, and you finally have a player with the Knicks that other players around the NBA would want to come play with. Yeah. And that's what Leon Rose has been angling for. You mentioned it. This regime has been setting the stage for something like this to take place with maintaining cap flexibility, the short-term deals with team options, not player options, being able to make sure that they have the flexibility with the cap, being able to make sure that they have the draft capital. They've positioned themselves perfectly, and now is the time to strike because Utah has shown that they're about to go into a rebuild mode and they got a 25 year old all-star that they're potentially potentially willing to move on but are they wanting to pay somebody like barrett right away or is it just continue to upload as many young players and draft picks as you can not that barrett's not a young player incredibly young, years old but about to get the contract is what i'm saying that's the thing trying to get cheaper young players at this point as you build up moving forward well that's the win if, you, if they don't want rj barrett great that's yes. great i get to hang on to rj barrett i, 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 I would love can, to do that i think what you I'm can saying, get him without it. what i'm saying is i'm not going to make rj barrett the sticking point because I ultimately don't know what R.J. Barrett is going to be. Yeah, it was great that he was a 20-point-a-night scorer, but you're talking about a team that wasn't in the playoffs. But he's gradually gotten better each year. No, he has gradually gotten better each year, but I don't know that he will ever develop into the caliber of player that Donovan Mitchell already is. So I'll take the proven commodity, and I'll give up the unknown, the potential in R.J. Barrett, and the unknown with all of the draft. If Gobert meant five picks, along with a host of other players, none of whom was... Great. Yeah. I mean, they're, Patrick Beverly's a great defender, yeah. as we know. You know, you've got a couple other guys in there that they, they gave were, up Jaden McDaniels. Jaden McDaniels, good player. Yeah, good young yeah, player. and and guys who could score a little bit, but nobody that you'd look at that would keep you from doing it. The Knicks, six, seven picks, do it. I I don't care at this point because this is what you're supposed to get to, and as we know, or if it's five picks and three swaps, whatever it has to be at that point, and. There's one other issue here for the Knicks that they have to consider. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. And that is the other place where Donovan Mitchell could end up. And I'm not talking about the Nets. 
I'm talking about down south. This is the deal for Miami to make. I spent a lot of time in the postseason with the Heat. They got bogged down offensively. It was either Jimmy Butler or nothing. Donovan Mitchell would take pressure off of Jimmy, and he would get the offense to move a little bit more. What's even more crucial, you don't have to give up as much to get Donovan Mitchell as you potentially would for Kevin Durant. So Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, a boatload of picks, whatever it takes for Miami to get Mitchell, that makes a lot of sense. That's Nick Friedel, ESPN NBA reporter, this morning on Get Up with with you guys and Greeny. Um, if I'm the Heat, I'm absolutely trying to make that happen. But I don't know that if I'm the Utah Jazz, the Miami Heat present a better package than the New York Knicks do no. in this circumstance. But if I'm the Knicks, I got to make sure that doesn't happen either. No, but here's the thing. I mean, any deal that a team puts together for Donovan Mitchell, the thing that the Jazz want are the draft picks. They want the draft capital. That's how they're going to... The Heat have some, team. but not nearly as much. But they don't. The Knicks have eight tradable first-round draft picks. Yep. No, I mean, <laughs> there's nobody around the NBA save the Oklahoma City Thunder that has something comparable to that. So, no, I don't think Miami can put together a package that's as attractive as what New York has to offer. But this is not a situation where... Leon Rose can rest on his laurels and say, well, because we're in this position, we're going to let the market come to us. You got to be aggressive and you got to make this deal because this is what you've been positioning yourselves for to take this big swing. This would be this, the, this would be the signature move that the, 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 the that defines the Leon Rose tenure as general manager of the New York Knicks. And if you land that plane and if you get Donovan Mitchell, all of a sudden Leon Rose is the conquering hero when it comes to New York basketball. This is what you have been waiting for this is what has been promised frankly for several years to be in this position and let's call it what it is if he ends up somewhere else chris it is a major loss and a major hit for the knicks well it just seems like it's all out there in front of you this is up to the new york knicks to go ahead and make this deal right you have the draft capital you have the young players that the Jazz would be interested in. R.J. Barrett aside, you could be talking about Emmanuel quickly. You could be talking about Obi Toppin. None of which would I have any reservations with moving on above if it means I get Donovan Mitchell. You're talking about a 25-year-old all-star. These guys don't come available, Carlin. He has extensive playoff experience. This is what the Knicks are trying to graduate into. A team that expects to be in the postseason. A team that expects to compete once they get there. Donovan Mitchell already has that base in because of the culture that he's coming out of. And Carlin, I just think with all of the different connections, Donovan Mitchell to the New York area, Walt Perrin, the assistant GM of the Knicks, used to be uh, a member of the Utah Jazz front office. All of Leon Rose had a CAA basketball relationships with the Utah Jazz. All of these different connections seem like they're lending themselves to this deal happening at some point this summer. It, it just It just feels like it's it's too much, too many things in alignment for it not to happen. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. And now a no-frills ad brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You can say big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See, just a good old-fashioned, straightforward ad. See if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or at Progressive.com. So it's right there in front of the Knicks, and it's right there in front of you as well. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is it all 
for Donovan Mitchell, or does anything keep you? Is any price too high at this point for the Knicks to land him or for the Heat at this point? To land him. 888 say ESPN. Your calls on this topic are next. Would RJ Barrett keep you from making a trade? It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Jazz are listening. The Knicks, the Heat, even the Nets are rumored to be involved on Donovan Mitchell in a massive four-team type swap. We're going to get into it all with Brian Windhorst in 25 minutes from now. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Right now, your opportunity at 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 Is it get Donovan Mitchell at all costs for the New York Knicks? Is it Similar a situation that is not at all costs, but one that may not be all that far off for the Miami Heat as well. Your calls in just 30 seconds at 888-SAY-ESPN. Certain people make my life easier by helping me out, and ZipRecruiter makes hiring easier because they do the work for you. How? Well, ZipRecruiter's technology finds great candidates, and you can invite them to apply. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash greenie to try it for free. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's hit the calls. Let's start with Nick up first on ESPN Radio. Nick, what do you got? All right, guys. I'm 42 years old. For the majority of my life, the Knicks have not had the combination of a decent to good coach, a functioning front office with some type of cohesive plan, young talent that they can develop, and some decent draft picks you can't blow this stuff up this is what golden state did and just to be clear i'm a lakers fan not even a knicks fan but i'm from the tri-state area and also i'm a donovan mitchell fan i like the guy but you can't give up the farm for him and then mess around and have a really short backcourt that doesn't play defense remember rudy rudy gobert said that donovan didn't play defense that was one of his issues with him well, so he wasn't wrong like about that. Donovan back. does not play a lot of defense, yeah. but he's also an all-star. Yeah, he is. But listen, you said it yourself. Barrett's taken leaps over the last few years. Every single year, he's gone up. I believe he is going to take an exponential leap this season. The kid's going to blow up, and then we're going to be looking back like, why did the Knicks do this again? You're just talking about potential, though. 
And potential in professional sports means you haven't done it yet. And as Bill Parcells used to always say, potential could get you fired. That's what, that's what we're waiting on with R.J. Barrett. You're waiting on him to develop into an all-star caliber player. Donovan Mitchell already is an all-star. I don't know why this would be an impediment, why this would hold up the deal if it meant you getting Donovan Mitchell back. All of a sudden now, you've got a backcourt with a ton of playoff experience. And I'm sorry, Carlin, but that's the ultimate goal for the Knicks, to get to and compete in the playoffs. Yes, it is. I do think, though, that when you look at taking Barrett off the team and moving Donovan Mitchell into the team, it may move them from a play-in team to a playoff team, but if that happens, it's barely. It's barely. Okay, but you're a playoff team, Carl. Barely. You're a top six team. And in it's the not. East. It hold is, on, hold on. Six here's, teams here's, in the East. It is not a guarantee. But here, Whereas if I have all three, then it is. But, Carlin, here's my point. That's your backcourt for the foreseeable future. And you would assume if you're including R.J. Barrett, you're not talking about as many draft picks. You're not talking about the majority of the eight tradable first-round draft picks that you own. So I'm simply saying you'll still have ways to add to your roster and to fill in the supplemental pieces that complement what Donovan Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson are. And so, uh, to me, it seems like it's a no-brainer for the Knicks. I don't understand why Knicks fans have this weird attachment with R.J. Barrett. When because talk- he's their guy. He's one of their but own. But you're talking about getting Donovan Mitchell an all-star player. Yep. Stop yourself. Look, I think they have this attachment to him because they have seen him improve each year. That's great. And because it hasn't been a situation like we saw in Brooklyn where the Nets – purposely develop these players, the Spencer Dinwiddie's, the Joe Harris's, the Jared Allen's, to make that trade down the road. They feel like when you had the number three overall pick, this guy was drafted to be a star here with other stars. Yeah, and that's great, but I don't think R.J. Barrett is going to be the guy that attracts other stars to New York. Donovan Mitchell has that potential. And that's what you ultimately need. This is going to be the guy that you build around. You've got Jalen Brunson, who's a competent point guard. You've got some pieces in the front court that you can work with. I don't understand why Knicks fans are looking at R.J. Barrett as the sticking point in a potential deal for Donovan Mitchell. If you can get Donovan Mitchell and you have to include R.J. Barrett to do it, so be it. It makes your basketball team better, not only for the here and now, but for the foreseeable future. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Here's Mike up next on the phone lines joining us. Mike, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you got on Donovan Mitchell? I think they're, they're pulling the trigger a little too late on Donovan. They already just spent the money on Jalen Brunson. You're going to have a, a total of a 6-1-6-2 backcourt. You can't include R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett has shown that he's takes a monumental increase every every season since he's been. you got to figure out a way to get Donovan and keep R.J. Barrett. You can't blow it up. I understand what Canty is saying, but Donovan Mitchell is a liability on defense, and so is Jalen Brunson. We don't have a Rudy Gobert to cover that up. That's going to make us exponentially worse on defense, and our coach is a defensive coach, so I don't see that working. Tibbs is not going to let him play ball like that and not play defense. Well, the problem last year is that they couldn't score in the half court. And that all of a sudden goes away if you have Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell. I'm not saying that it's not a concern that you'll have a short backcourt that's not known for their defensive prowess. What I'm saying is you have all-star caliber players. You can work around that. You've got a guy in Jalen Brunson that ultimately was the reason why the Dallas Mavericks passed the the Utah Jazz in the playoff series this past year uh, in order to make their run to the Western Conference Finals. So all I'm simply saying is this. You're a better team 
even without R.J. Barrett, if you get Donovan Mitchell. I don't understand what part of that Knicks fans are missing. You can't make an argument against it. I know that we want to see how the R.J. Barrett movie ends. I'm with you. If you can hang on to him, that'd be great. But if the difference in getting Donovan Mitchell is going to be R.J. Barrett, Carlin, in my mind, there's no way as a Knicks fan you can justify passing on Donovan Mitchell because of R.J. Barrett. Let me ask you this. You can't do it. Let me ask you this. You can't do it. What are the possibilities that R.J. Barrett is going to be as good as Donovan Mitchell? Give me a percentage. If you had to put a percent chance, I'll give you a 40% chance that he's going to be as good as Donovan Mitchell is. What would you put that at? I'll give it a 33% chance. One-third. I I would put it probably a little bit higher, but to me, it's only making you you better, but only incrementally better in the moment. And that's why I hesitate about it, because I'm supposed to try to go get guys to surround this kind of player. And when Mitchell comes here, and you have, I don't care about the size of the backcourt, by the way. Give me, give me the, the really good players. Here, here's my thing, Carlin. You're hoping that R.J. Barrett can develop into the best player on a team that's a consistent playoff contender. I already know that Donovan Mitchell is that. He was the best player on a team that consistently made it to the playoffs. And they've won playoff series. I know what Donovan Mitchell is. What we're hoping for R.J. Barrett, Donovan Mitchell already is. He's going to be the best player when they trade for him and he comes to the New York Knicks. I don't know if R.J. Barrett will ever be that. I don't. That's the part of this that I I've don't understand. I've seen enough to make me believe he can be close to it. I've seen, I've seen enough of that. Here's He's not that now, which is the point. Not this second. No. Jonathan, you're up next on ESPN Radio. Jonathan, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Great. I want to talk about the for the, uh, about the net involvement and the Donovan Mitchell trade. I think the Nets should be involved. I think might as well since Kyrie wants to wants out basically because he never plays. I think they should package Kyrie and maybe uh, Joe Harris and maybe a, a a pick to get Donovan because I think he will. Play are you well talking with ben straight Simmons up to? Are you talking about all these things straight up to Utah? Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, no, we I, have think, to stop. I think I, we have I, to stop. We we have to stop. We can't. We we can't. We have to be rational about what the Utah Jazz are going to want, and they don't want Kyrie Irving. No, that is not what we're talking about. If you're talking no. about him ending up on the Nets, which by the way is problematic enough, you have to get rid of Ben Simmons. You have to make this into a four-team trade. You got to send Durant somewhere. You still have to send Irving somewhere. You don't know what else you're going to get back. The Nets are not getting Donovan Mitchell in this in this situation. They're but, not. But, but you know who wins with having the Nets in this conversation? The Utah Jazz. Yes. Yeah, because that's another potential destination for Donovan Mitchell, which hopefully drives up the price that they can ask for in a trade with a team that has exactly what they're looking for, which is the draft capital first and foremost. That's what folks have got to understand. The way that Danny Ainge rolls when he takes over a team, he strips it down to the studs. It's like renovating a house. He buys the house. He strips it down to the studs. He makes it exactly what he wants it to be. And I think what he did in Boston is the exact same game plan that he's going to execute in Utah. This is There is one other issue here that helps the Miami Heat and works against the New York Knicks, and that's Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is involved in Utah, and he obviously is still 
a large part of the culture of the Miami Heat. Sure. My question is, is Dwayne Wade going to have enough of an influence in this deal for Danny Ainge to deal with the Heat as opposed to dealing with the Knicks? Is he somebody that's going to smooth that path? And also keep in mind, Danny Ainge might not be in a hurry to help Pat Riley anytime soon. That that absolutely yeah. could be the case. Yeah. So it is. It almost might be canceling itself out. Yeah. The way that could happen, but the Dwayne Wade factor would worry me from a Knicks standpoint. I don't know how much it would worry me, Carlin. I, I just look at the situation. The, the Heat don't have the draft capital to offer the Utah Jazz. And I mean, if they've, they've got a decent amount. They've got like six. And then you're talking about do the Jazz? We're talking do, about do, young do, players. Do the Jazz? Do the Jazz want Tyler Hero? I, I would want Tyler here. They don't want Duncan Robinson. Why yeah, would you? Why would you want that? I'm contract? glad you brought that up. Why, we, why would you want that contract? Can we stop? And I've seen this out of South Florida quite a bit. Okay, can we stop pretending that Duncan Robinson is an actual attractive piece in a trade? Duncan Robinson is a guy to make salaries match when you couldn't play in the postseason. Exactly. This year. That's what Duncan Robinson is. And here's the thing, Carlin. I love Duncan Robinson when he wasn't on a ninety million dollar contract. Yes. When he wasn't on a $90 million contract, he's one of those guys that you'd love to have out there lighting up the gym. But now that you're paying him that kind of money and people have seen what kind of liability he is defensively, I don't think Utah is in any hurry to make that kind of a deal because, again, it limits their financial flexibility. And when they're rebuilding, that's exactly what you want to have an abundance of. So, no, I don't think the Miami Heat are going to be the team. It's the New York Knicks. But the Utah Jazz benefit from all of these other teams being interested in a Donovan Mitchell deal because they can drive the price up that they can command from the Knicks in order to get Donovan Mitchell back. More opportunities on the way to get your take in on this. Is it all all on deck for the Knicks? All hands on deck to make a trade to get Donovan Mitchell. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is here for you, and they're always here to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, along with 24-7 support, experienced staff, and curbside pickup at over 250 local branches. And you can get free access to product specialists ready to help you track down hard to find items plus granger's commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer call 1-800-GRANGER click granger.com or just stop by this is espn radio's nfl two-a-days the cleveland browns Deshaun Watson, they're sitting out an entire year demanding a trade, potentially being suspended for six games. None of it really matters because ultimately the Browns feel that this is the guy that can get them deeper into the playoffs. Show this community, show this city, show this organization, show this locker room who the person I really am and get my story out eventually. Carolina remained as really the best and lone hope for Baker Mayfield, where he would wind up, where he would be traded. So Baker's gone, Deshaun Watson is in, but we don't know when he will be in, and the Browns have a very good team, but still a question mark at quarterback. Two-a-days, time for the Cleveland Browns here on ESPN Radio. Chris Carlin, along with Chris Canty. Look, we know that the -the off-the-field situation with Watson is what it is. You just don't know what the situation is. I really have an issue looking at the Cleveland Browns and thinking that if they do lose Watson for a while, you could be wasting a season 
by not getting another upgrade at the backup quarterback position. And that's why if I'm the Browns in this scenario, I have to be looking hard at Jimmy Garoppolo, hopefully not in a trade, but after he gets released, because he's going to get released. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why everybody's watching what's going on in the Bay Area, right? Because the 49ers have let it be known that they want to move off of Jimmy G, but they also want to make sure that they've got the money to sign Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa to contract extensions. Those are guys that they view as cornerstones. That's business that they would like to get done before the start of training camp or at the latest, the early portion of training camp. They can't do it without moving that cap space from the Jimmy Garoppolo contract. So that's something that we're going to have to keep an eye on. They can cut Jimmy Garoppolo. No money hits them in terms of the dead cap. They could move on from him and get to their other business. But I think the 49ers are holding out hope that somebody would be willing to trade for him in the 11th hour. But here's the thing, Carlin. If it ain't happened at this point in, in, the, in the offseason with two weeks before training camp, it's probably not going to happen. So, yeah, the Browns could be waiting this thing out for Jimmy Garoppolo, also waiting to see what kind of discipline Deshaun Watson is going to face. All right. Over-under win total is nine and a half. With Jacoby Brissett, if he's the guy, where are the Browns in terms of wins this year, Chris? Because we know they have a very talented roster around the quarterback position. Well, listen, man, the the beginning of the schedule for the Cleveland Browns, it's not exactly murderer's row. They're on the road against the Carolina Panthers, the New York Jets at home, the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, who are probably going to be breaking in a young quarterback, the Atlanta Falcons on the road. So you have to think that they have the potential to go two and two with the strength of that roster. And then you're looking at dates on the schedule with the Houston Texans, the New Orleans Saints, the Commanders, and the Miami Dolphins. So I just look at this as a situation where you could be talking about the Cleveland Browns finding a way to get to eight or nine wins, even with Jacoby Brissett as their starting quarterback for the entirety of 2022. Wow. I think that's asking a lot of Jacoby Brissett. I think it's asking a lot of Jacoby Brissett. Well, I don't know that that offense is asking a lot of Jacoby Brissett. You have one of the best offensive lines. You have arguably one of the best one-two punches at the running back spot. You've got some weapons in your skill position core, and you've got a top-flight defense. I don't know that Jacoby Brissett has to go out there but and be he, a world-beater. He he has to just give you competent quarterback You have play. to be able to – you have to have him be something that they have to respect on defense, at least. A- at and least. he is that. He is that. Mm. He's a guy that you have to respect. He's going to make the right reads. He's going to throw the ball in the right place. There's no question about that. He will give you that. Is he ha- Does he have the arm talent to wow anybody? No. But he can throw the ball down the field with accuracy, and Jacoby Brissett can make winning plays. I'm not saying he's going to be the difference in them winning games or losing games. I just think Jacoby Brissett is going to be that steady hand with the offense in doing exactly what Kevin Stefanski wants him to do. And they're going to structure the game plan to try to protect him and his deficiencies. Next hour, our two-a-days take us to Baltimore with the Ravens as we'll stay in the AFC North. Are you excited to travel this summer? Have you ever thought about all of the people that make a vacation truly great, like the chef at the world-class restaurant or the tour guide with great stories? You know, if you're hiring, you can find great people like these for your roles at ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job and you can invite your top choices to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash That's ZipRecruiter.com slash So where does Donovan Mitchell end up? We get the answer from one of our insiders. Brian Windhorst joins us next. Can't 
and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. There's Donovan Mitchell going. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, also on your smart speaker as well. We welcome in right now Brian Windhorse, ESPN NBA insider, who is as busy as they come. Of course, of the Hoop Collective podcast right now. Follow him on Twitter at Windhorse ESPN. And he floated it this morning that you're going to be hearing a lot more of the New York Knicks. He actually said it a few weeks ago, but you'll be hearing a lot more of the New York Knicks here in the coming days regarding Donovan Mitchell. So, Wendy, let's start here. How well positioned at this point are the Knicks to actually consummate a Donovan Mitchell trade based on what the Jazz would want? Yeah, pretty well. I mean, uh, you know, the Knicks have been out of position on acquiring star players for years now. This is not the case. They are, you know, let's let's judge the Jazz not on their words but on their actions. Their actions have been that this offseason – they have traded two starting players, one of which is a star, Rudy Gobert, the other, Royce O'Neal, for basically draft pick trades. Uh, that is a total rebuild maneuver. And so, you know, obviously they're not going to narrow the field at this point for Donovan Mitchell, but you have to believe that they are going to want a, dra- a draft pick-centered trade. And the Knicks, among the teams that would have huge interest in Donovan Mitchell, have the draft picks. They own um, 11 different picks to choose from over the next seven years. You're only allowed to trade four of yours, but they have four other teams they can trade, so they have up to eight that they can trade. Now, some of them are pretty heavily protected. They would be less valuable in a trade than, let's say, New York Knicks' unprotected future picks, which I'm sure the Jazz would ask for. Um, but they are just better positioned on this. Now, Donovan Mitchell is 25 years old. He is under contract for several more years. Um, he is a star player. I do not put him in the superstar class, but he is a star player who has excelled in the playoffs. Um, you do not get your chance to, to, to acquire players like this very often. He will attract a premium price. There will be multiple bidders. But if the Jazz stick to the same type of trade that they wanted when they traded Gobert, the Knicks would be a team that would be in strong position. Wendy, a name that's come up as a part of this trade for Donovan Mitchell on the Knicks side has been R.J. Barrett. Now, this has been a player that's shown incremental improvement. He's eligible for a contract extension on his rookie deal later on this upcoming season. Is that a potential deal breaker for the New York Knicks if the Utah Jazz asked for R.J. Barrett to be included in this trade for Donovan Mitchell? You know, I think, again, I will go back to what the Jazz have done in the other trades. There were better young players on the Minnesota Timberwolves they could have got, and instead they prioritized the draft picks. So, first off, if the Knicks sign R.J. Barrett to a contract extension, which they are in talks with him to do, um, he cannot. He will not be traded. Um, so if they want to take him off the table, they could just do an extension with him. That's one thing. The other thing is, I, I just don't. I, I just think the Jazz are at the start of a rebuild. They're at the start of a three or four year process. I'm not sure they're looking for a player that they've now got to pay because they'd have to extend them. That they'd have to pay pretty heavy dollars to. That's not 
really fits their timeline. They're looking to go draft players to become their R.J. Barrett's. So um, I think the Knicks could probably construct an offer that wouldn't have R.J. in it. Of course, again, if you're the Jazz, you're saying, well, look, you're not putting R.J. in it. You have to make that up with draft picks. But, but you know, the executives that I've talked to, you know, for weeks now, not just since this came out, have been that the Jazz's goal in this may be to position this trade to extract as much out of New York as possible, to extract those picks, to extract whether else they want potentially on the roster. If not Barrett, maybe Emmanuel quickly, another one of their attractive young uh, players, something like that. Um, and that that may be the route that they go down. And not that a team like Miami couldn't get in, not that another team might have interest couldn't get in, but that you know the Knicks would potentially be the focus. Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA Insider, host of the Hoop Collective podcast, which, by the way, if you're not subscribed, you're doing the NBA wrong. So who would be the biggest threat to the Knicks as far as another team to make a deal? Well, I think the the, the, the Miami Heat, now they only have two first-round picks of theirs that they can offer. A long story short, they've got two. They could make... And you're just going to have to trust me on this without getting the background info. <laughs> they could make a side deal with the Oklahoma City Thunder about a pick protection, and they could get a third first-round pick that they could trade. Um, and they have Tyler Hero and potentially Duncan Robinson. Obviously, you talk about a guy in Donovan Mitchell who makes over $30 million a year. You have to get salary to send. It can't just be for straight picks. Um, so they, they, they have a package of doing that. And the reason that the Heat would have extreme interest and maybe might be willing to go to three first is because they, have, they wouldn't have to trade Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo potentially. Wendy, awesome insight as usual. We're a little bit short on time, but that's everything that we needed right there on this. Just quickly in 15 seconds, what do you think their time frame is here? It could be fast. It could be longer. It's all about getting the most out of the Knicks. It'll probably be based on those offers. Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA Insider. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you. I'll tell you what. If it's just picks, you have to do that deal, yeah. Carlin. Yep. If it's just picks and players that you don't necessarily have pegged as cornerstone guys, you have to do that Picks deal. and Emmanuel quickly, drive them to Utah. Yo, no question about it. I mean, are you kidding no me? No question about Even it. Even Obi Toppin. Whatever you Who have cares? to do. Nothing else. Nothing else. I mean, if the Knicks have those three players, Barrett, Mitchell, and and they position themselves like that, they're a playoff team now. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.